Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 102 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. It still feels funny to say a number over 100. You might have noticed when I said that, but 102 episodes. All right, let's get going. This is a good one. Today, I'm going to teach you one of the simplest tools to make all of your weight loss decisions just simple. And honestly, if you practice this and use this regularly, I think this would be the biggest thing you could do to launch yourself towards your goals. Now, if you're just joining me, I'm Siobhan Key. I am a weight loss coach for physicians. So I help physicians who struggle with binge and stress eating find freedom from binge and stress eating. Freedom that doesn't require willpower, where they're not hanging on for dear life, just trying to get through their days without eating. I teach sustainable and simple tools that fit into a busy physician's lifestyle that give lasting results where It just becomes simple. It becomes easy. Love it when things become easy. So much better than all that struggle that we've done with different diets over our life. If you want more help, if you find that this is interesting and you want to hear how I can help you beyond this podcast, check out my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me tab. There's tons of information there about how you can work with me and get more help for your stress or binge eating. All right. Today, we are talking about 100% certainty. This is a tool that I want to teach you. And I think this is so important because picture this, you are wanting to lose weight, you set yourself a goal, and then what immediately happens after you've set a goal? Well, your brain starts to freak out. Your brain starts to question whether or not this is realistic, whether or not you will be able to make it, whether or not it's possible whether or not you truly want to. Your brain throws all this drama at you. And then what that drama does is it actually makes it hard to get to that goal. When your brain is throwing drama at you, it brings up emotions like confusion, overwhelm, uncertainty. And when you're in those states, then you often start making decisions that actually act in the opposite direction of your goal. And that's where like self-sabotage can come in, right? Where you're thinking, well, I really want this goal. And yet, why am I taking these actions that I know won't get me to my goal? This is part of it. It's because of this brain drama that we get when we set a big goal. So why do we get this? Why is our brain's immediate response to a big goal to think of, why it won't work or worry that it's not going to work. I think the core of it is probably fear of failure. And I think this comes from a more primitive part of our brain, a bit of a deeper part of our brain that isn't just like, oh, I'm afraid I'm not going to reach my goal. Because if we look at that logically, that's not really scary. And yet setting a big goal can feel scary. It's coming more from the primitive part of our brains that fear that not meeting that goal will expose us to risk in some way. That part of our brain doesn't tell us what that risk is, but it might be fear of being ostracized or not fitting in. 
because at the core of it, those would be survival threats to us. Not really right now, but in the olden days, back when we were hunter-gatherers, not fitting in or being ostracized would be a survival threat. And so that reaction our brain has kind of goes back to that is the simplest way to think about it. So when we set a big goal and we worry we won't make it, we have that fear of failure. What if this doesn't work? And that fear of failure can feel very real. It can feel very scary. The other reason why this happens is when we set a big goal, the first thing our brain does is it looks to the past to find evidence that we can actually do it. It looks for evidence that this is a reasonable goal for us. So what if there's no evidence? <laughs> what, especially when we talk about weight loss, what if you don't have evidence that you can do this? Does that mean you can't? Not at all. But it means your brain will freak out because it can't find that evidence. It really likes to look at things and be like, oh yeah, no, we can do that. We're good. Like riding a bike. At one point, we didn't have evidence we could ride a bike. And it might be hard to remember, but it probably felt a little bit scary, a little bit uncertain. Yet we kept trying. Whereas now when we go to ride a bike, our brain thinks, can we ride a bike? Yeah, no problem. All right, I'll ride a bike. Weight loss is a little bit different because we often have very complicated courses with our history of weight loss, weight regain. So when we set a big weight loss goal, our brain might not be able to find evidence that we can lose that weight, but it sure as heck can find lots of evidence that we cannot lose the weight or that we could regain that weight. And so our brain is very good at drumming up past evidence of how things haven't gone the way we wanted to. And That's really useful to know that that's what your brain's doing, because then you can choose to disregard it. If you don't recognize it and you think that that's just facts that your brain is supplying you with, then it can be really daunting and it can be hard to continue on. But recognizing that the freak out of your brain is A, normal, and B, not necessarily factual. So just because we don't have evidence that we can't do something does not mean we won't be able to do it. It just means we haven't done it yet tons of things in our life. We started not having any evidence that we could do it and we followed through and now we can. So just because we haven't done something yet doesn't mean we can't do it. And this absolutely applies to weight. We as physicians can throw in an extra layer of drama about evidence. And this comes up a lot with clients I coach of that fear of the evidence for weight loss isn't great for populations of people losing large amounts of weight and maintaining it, there's not really evidence that exists for that. So does that mean that I as an individual won't be able to lose weight? Or I as an individual might not be able to maintain my weight loss because of what that population evidence shows? And I think this is a unique area where we as physicians create strife for ourselves. Because we don't know, to be honest, nobody knows until you try. But as long as we're thinking that this might not work because of what the evidence shows, it's going to be really hard to try. Just like if we're thinking this might not work because I can't lose weight, it would make it really hard to try to lose weight, wouldn't it? And so we have to watch what our brain is thinking about when we set a big goal. We have to watch the thoughts that are generating the uncertainty. And then I think we have to actively work on getting rid of them. Now, that might not be getting completely rid of thoughts, but it might be seeing them, observing them, not buying into them. So not like engaging in the drama your brain's trying to create, not getting embroiled in it, just seeing it, naming it like, okay, that's just some drama related to this goal. And then moving on. Now, that's easier said than done. When you're sitting there and you're in that brain drama and you have that uncertainty and your brain is stirring up all sorts of stuff and going into a bit of a swirl, sometimes it can be hard. And that's where this tool that I'm talking about today comes in because I find it so helpful. 
that it can shut it all down in a moment. And so what I want to talk about is a concept of 100% certainty. So if you picture yourself thinking about a goal where you're in a bit of a swirl and your brain's in some drama, try to physically try on the persona of somebody who was 100% certain that that goal would happen. And it doesn't mean you have to believe that. This is the beauty of this is you can try it on or you could ask yourself, what would it be like to be 100% certain of this goal? What if I knew it was coming no matter what happened that I would get there? How would that be different than where I'm at right now? And the reason why I really like this tool is I think it has some additional benefits. Number one is it lets things be simple. And as I said at the beginning of this podcast episode is the simpler things can be when you're focusing on weight loss, particularly when you want to lose weight long term, the simpler it is to make those decisions that let you lose the weight or maintain your weight, the better. If those decisions are hard, if they're taking huge amounts of your mental energy, they probably aren't going to be sustainable. And here's the secret. The only thing between a hard decision and an easy decision is how you're thinking about it. So this is a fantastic example. If I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, maybe I'm not going to be able to lose more weight, and I have the option to have a piece of cake at a special occasion or choose not to, when I'm in that mindset, I'm going to be far more likely to eat the cake because why would I say no to the cake if I didn't know it would make any difference? However, if I was standing in a standpoint of being 100% certain I would get to the goal I had set for myself and I walked into a special occasion and there was some cake, it would be so much simpler for me to just not choose cake. And I would be able to choose to not eat the cake without any drama, without any struggle, because I knew that it mattered. And I knew that I was getting to that goal and I knew that that goal mattered to me more than that one piece of cake. So the only difference between these decisions feeling easy or them feeling like a struggle is what you're thinking. And this tool of 100% certainty helps you hone in on the thought patterns that are going to let you make these decisions simply and easily without a lot of mental energy. And if you're not exerting a lot of mental energy per decision, you can make these decisions all day long and not be bothered by them. If you picture the situation where it feels like you have like two warring sides in your mind, we're talking about this in my stress eating SOS group the other night about how it feels like there's this tug of war inside. And I actually have an episode back in, I think, late spring 2019 about internal tug of war. If you just search for tug of war, you'll find it. But if you feel like there's that tug of war, what's creating the tug of war is your thoughts, that you have two different sets of thoughts going But that tug of war takes mental energy. And if it's taking mental energy, then you can only have that tug of war a certain number of times a day before you just run out of that mental energy. So this is the argument for letting these decisions be simple, letting them be easy, and using whatever tool you need to to have that happen. When your decisions are easier, it becomes easier to take action. When you're standing in that place of confusion, of uncertainty, of overwhelm, Taking action feels really hard. It's really hard to be uncertain and doubtful and then taking action. Again, that action itself can take so much energy. And yet, if you're standing in a position of 100% certainty, 
just totally confident in a calm way that you're getting to your goal, all of a sudden taking all those little actions that you need to take throughout the day to get to your goal becomes simpler. It becomes easier. If you are 100% certain that you could get to your goal, then writing down your food doesn't seem like a big deal. It seems like a no-brainer. Of course, I'm going to get to my goal and this is how I do it. So I write down my food. If you are 100% certain that you would get to your goal, packing your lunch the night before would just seem like something totally straightforward and no big deal. It's just what you do to get to your goal and you know that you're getting there. Can you feel the difference between the two ways of thinking that I don't know if I can do it to 100% certain that I can do it? And just that calm confidence. I really want you to try physically trying this on and embodying it because it's really a feeling in your body. I think if you have it as a thought in your head, I can do it, you could still have underlying thoughts going on that are saying, well, but maybe not. (laughs) I could do it, but (laughs) is what our brain does. Versus if you practice embodying it and standing in that place physically, and I say that physically, but it's like a mental picturing of yourself standing there of 100% certainty, then that's just such a different feeling. And I like these ones where it's bringing up a physical sensation and you're picturing how it feels in your body physically because it's very easy to recreate. Over the course of a day, if you're feeling busy or you have to make a decision, it can become this thing that you quickly just can just put on. You can bring yourself into that physical feeling and then make your decision from there. And to me, that often feels easier than trying to change my thought and think, okay, what am I thinking? Change my thought. If I just think, how do I need to feel? What would it feel like to be 100% confident in my ability to reach this goal. I can do that very quickly. So I like the physical sensation. And while you listen to this, I want you to practice that. What would it feel like in my body to just have a hundred percent certainty? So you would be able to take whatever massive action. If you were a hundred percent certain you would get to your weight goal, what would you do? What wouldn't you be willing to do if you were a hundred percent certain? I think you would do whatever it took. If you knew that it would get you there, you would follow whatever meal plan you thought would work. You would get whatever additional support you thought you needed to get you there. You would do the things like writing down your food, pre-planning your food, prepping your food, all the things that when you're uncertain, they can feel so big and so heavy. If you're 100% certain, they feel simple and easy to do. I think the beauty to this tool is it just shuts down that background chatter. Like we've talked about that idea of that internal tug of war where your brain is going back and forth and blah, 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 blah. You're going about your day trying to make different decisions, not even food related. And your brain's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to reach this goal. And this might be too hard. I might be reaching too far. Like there's that background chatter all the time. And if you can just pull on that embodiment of 100% certainty, it shuts it all down. I just had this image of Get Smart. The Get Smart shows where they had the cone of silence. I'm thinking of the Get Smart movie, I think, where he's just in the cone of silence and can't hear anything. It's like that. You get a cone of silence from your brain's drama when you just pull on that 100% certainty costume and just stand in 100% certainty. It just shuts your brain down. It doesn't matter if it thinks you can get to your goal or not because you're 100% certain you can get there. And so It cuts down all that chatter. And I think we really underestimate how much energy that mental chatter takes throughout the day. 
If you can cut it down even a small percentage, it's so much better. You have so much more time to yourself inside your brain. (laughs) You've got so much more peace. And then all the other things that you're doing in your day get simpler because they're not laid on top of that background chatter about your eating and your weight and your weight goal. So I want you to ask yourself if believing with 100% certainty that you can reach your goal, if it offers all these benefits and feels this good and may even benefit other areas of your day, why wouldn't you believe it? So if your brain is resisting this and thinking, well, I can't, that might not be true. How do you know? What evidence do you have that it won't be true? And I think if your brain wants to dig up all this evidence of what's happened in the past, that again, means nothing about the future. So if you can't have evidence that it's not going to be true, and believing it may improve all different aspects of your life, why wouldn't you just believe that? And here's another secret. You can believe whatever you want. That is a beautiful thing that I don't think we're told enough is that nobody is at any additional risk. When you're working on weight loss, if you choose to believe with 100% certainty that you're getting there, then if you choose to hesitate and worry, you might not. There's no additional risk posed to you. There's no additional risk posed to anybody else. As far as I can see on this equation, the only thing is benefit on the side of 100% certainty. I personally cannot come up with any reason why it would benefit anybody to stay in the situation of worrying that they might not be able to. Worst case scenario, if you shoot for your goal with 100% certainty and you take all this action, what if you don't reach your goal? Well, is it going to be all for lost? Is it all for nothing? And I think you're the only one that can answer that for yourself. But my belief would be, no, of course not. Because all those action steps that you are probably going to need to take to get to that goal, that believing with 100% certainty will make it easier to get there, all of those actions are probably going to make your life better. So eating healthier, more consistently, it's going to make you feel better. You're going to have more energy. Taking care of yourself so that you can stay focused on your goal, it's going to make things better. Getting to sleep earlier so you have enough sleep so it's easier for your body to lose weight, it's going to make life better. Every aspect of the things that you will do if you're going after the school with 100% certainty will make things better. So why not just believe it? All right, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send them to me at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Tell me if you try this. Tell me how it shows up for you. I'd love to hear. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and enjoying it, please hit the subscribe button. Make sure that you get all the new episodes as they come out. I've got lots of good ones planned and some interesting interviews and stuff coming up. And I would love it if you could take the time to leave a review. I read every one of them. I appreciate so much the time that you take when you do a review, but it really does help the podcast get found by other people that would benefit from it too. All right, we'll talk to you later, guys. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.